The Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast presented by Clovercrest Media is what UAW fans have been looking for. Noah Cross and Tyler Bard give their take on every week's episode of Dynamite. If you are a massive AEW fan, then it is time to join us every Sunday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Stay Crossum. Clovercrest Media Group presents a CMG podcast. Keys to the City. I crossed up by Kobe, well, floated Shaq, and then Shaq goes like this, and the rest is history. Pay attention. Don't tell me what to do, devil woman. Speaking of those Lakers. But I, but I, hold on, hold on. But I didn't make my I didn't make my I said Denver's going to win. Yeah, you did. You said that. There's no other show like that. Clover Crest is doing great things right now. Streaming everywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our main event. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwing Jabs. We got a great show. Today is fight day. For McGregor and Poirier, UFC 257, but we will get into that. Let's start off by recapping everything, but first let's bring on Joe and Jared. What's going on, guys? We had a great fight last week with Holloway and Cater. Now, Jared, we talked a a little bit about Holloway, and you didn't think Holloway was going to be the same, but he destroyed Calvin Cater. What did you think of the fight, Jared? I was going to do the Jace thing where I just pretend my computer's frozen. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah, baby. (laughs) This this didn't go like I said it would. Yeah, there's my guy that I picked there with the blood on his face. That was my guy, Max Holloway. My God, this is this is uh, th- this was almost like one of those who who was that guy type of performances. Even though even though his hit list is a who's who of of the UFC, um, this was still this was a a different Holloway. I feel like this was a different guy. He has made uh, positive growth and steps that. Ooh, this is this this is going to be a hard guy to beat moving forward. Um, yeah, I, I mean another Volkanovski fight is hard to see, but I don't want him moving up either. I don't know, Joe. Uh look. It, first of all, I think Jared has left out the fact that we actually watched this fight together, and. <laughs> And I mean to brag, but the fight went exactly the way I said it was going to go. And I even oh. joked. I said that they might throw a thousand strikes between them. Crazy how these things just come out of my head. <laughs> On further review, though, I'll tell you what I do want. I do want to see the trilogy with Alexander the Great. Uh, my fear is, though, coming off the best fight of his life when he beat Brian Ortega and nearly ended his career. It was Volonovsky next. And I just wonder if these sorts of fights maybe don't take a little too much out of Max. So I think it's important that he gets his win. uh, It gets his rest before whatever the next fight might be or whenever it might be. I'm sure he's got to be hoping to God, though, that Ortega beats Alexander the Great because, boy, Mm. he'd be like salivating at that point. Uh, You know who he wants there. 
as far as moving up, um, where where Connor and Poirier are uh, guys he lost to at featherweight and lightweight. I mean, I don't think he wants to fight them bigger. Uh, that that certainly wouldn't be in his favor. So I think he stays where he is. He he chased Aldo. He chased Pettis right out of this division. Uh, he's got to go get Alexander. Third time's the charm. Again, he he's gonna have to figure out how to how to defend Alexander because again, when when he can just stand in there and do his thing, Holloway's a beast. But if you got to worry about takedowns and kicks and it's a whole different ball game. This is the Holloway you want to see. I'm just, I'm not sure again uh, if he's going to have what it takes to take out Alexander. But to me, that's got to be the fight now. No, yeah. I mean, Holloway dominated 450, I mean, 447 total strikes to Cater's 134. Uh, Cater had two oh. takedown attempts, uh, Holloway stuffed him. Uh, 445 significant strikes from Holloway. He, he was a beast. Uh, I, I would love to see him go up. I mean, we talked about the, really? the fight that just got announced. Well, the fight that just got announced with Volkanovski and Ortega. If Volkanovski wins that again, I, I don't see a trilogy. Volkanovski's come out. It's already favorite two wins for Volkanovski. They I don't were close. It. They were close fights. They were close, oh, yeah. yeah but make the argument he won one of those. I wouldn't. But I think could. to keep you could Max argue that. Yeah. Or to yeah, keep argue that. that fight, though. To keep Max. And you ruin Ortega, though. You're Max, you ruin Ortega. And you move up, you make life really hard on yourself. Yeah, I'd say you just you root for Ortega here and the trilogy if he doesn't pull it out. Most of the guys at lightweight have beaten Holloway. So yeah. I don't I just don't think that's where he wants to go. I don't think he's gonna find any real favorable matchups. So I think he's gotta stay here. Again, hope for Ortega. You'd love the Ortega fight again if you're Holloway, but if you gotta go beat Alexander the Great, do it. And if you don't, then you know, then maybe reassess. But until then, that's gotta be the fight. All right. And what did what did you guys think of UFC on ABC? What did you think of that, Jared? This is oh, a first fight, was- prime time, three. I think the main card started at three. Yeah, good for good for fight sports, good for combat sports altogether. Getting on those premier channels, that's where we want to be. This is, I mean, and this is, I, here I am bringing it up again, but this is what I've said for Scrub Scraps, that if you put fights that are entertaining, short, entertaining, local, people you know, people would watch it. We'd watch it. And here we are now with uh, those aren't always the most interesting fights. Some of them take 45 minutes, and then it's not the guy we thought won. So, so it's, a, it's a little bit of a different breed, and we're already making those steps with, uh, with some of these, the, the Tyson and the Paul brothers. I know you guys feel differently about that stuff than I do, but we're already making some of the steps into – I mean, that's an NFL time slot they went in. Yeah, I guess good that. for combat sports. I'll point out that NBC uh, used to carry boxing on TV when I was a kid. Saturday Ooh. afternoon fights, man. I mean, that's that's what we did. That was that was free fights when they started being fifty bucks a pop. 
<laughs> you know, we stopped uh we stopped watching yep. all the big fights. Uh, you know, Leonard, and, Hagler, Hearns, and Duran, those guys all fought each other on that wide world of sports. Amazing, amazing fights. That's where I developed my love of boxing. And again, I think for UFC, this was the, I mean, what a great fight. And I told you it was gonna be a great fight. Two bangers, five rounds. Again, I joked it could it could be a thousand strikes. Um that that's 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 what the people want to see. Um, you know, uh, uh, my brother just texted me Ray Boom Boom Mancini. Uh, Saturday, Ooh. Saturday. You know what I'm saying, dude? That was that's where it was at. You you if you want to overtake boxing and wrestling as like the combat sport, I mean, I think this is the route to take. Put you got to put great fights on, and I and I'll say this about Dana: he's done a really good job of that. Of of putting that this was a smart smart card. It was very, very appealing to the casual fan, and that's who you need to attract. Yeah. Hey, thanks thanks for that, Tony. Shout out to Ray Brand, uh, our boom boom from Scrub Scraps. <laughs> By the way, let me just ask the question because I think it needs to be asked. We've talked about this before, but Calvin Guitar is getting his face beat in. Taking absorbing record amounts of strikes to his face before the fourth round, you all may recall, and, and Jared and I locked eyes and laughed when it happened. They were like, Go for a takedown! Like they were desperately pleading with him to try to take Max down again. The thing that undermined him in the fight against Volvanovsky was the, was the fear of the takedown. And Qatar just, I'm gonna just lead with my face. No. <laughs> well, well, Use the Brazilian jiu-jitsu to bring him to the ground. Why? So Holy now God. that so tired of watching that no nonsense in the lightweight division, you don't see Holloway going up. Now he doesn't have a No, I don't like it at all. Now. Hey, and Joe, what you're talking about with Qatar, man, I, I, I related it yesterday to somebody standing in line and trying to use cards, but they have no money. And all their cards are getting declined. And they're like, try this one again. Try this one again. It's like the card thing is not working, Qatar. It's not working. Do you have, do they take Bitcoin? Do you have cash? Is there any change in your car? Come up with another way to pay for this stuff or get the hell out of the line. Run this card one more time. It's not going be to work mistake. this time either, my friend. Yeah, and he did just keep walking through punches and uh, figured, you know, I'm going to hurt his hands with my face. It's a good Eventually, strategy. his hands will wear down and <laughs> I'll take over from there. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That was a great fight, too. Phil says top 10 all day. All day. Oh, yeah. We'll get to the end of the year. That'll probably still be a top 10 fight, I think. I think Bisbing said it was the greatest fight he had ever seen in recent history. Spectacular. I mean, that was, That's really. <laughs> recent history is a little relative. Bango. Love it. <laughs> all right. But we have a great, great fight tonight. With Poirier versus Conor McGregor, UFC 257. Jared, what do you? Wh how do you feel going into this fight? You know, I think it was Tony yesterday saying this was like a sprinter and a marathon runner. If uh, 
if you believe McGregor can get to him and knock him out like he did the first time in the first couple rounds. Um, but but once you hit the end of the third, beginning of the fourth, those championship rounds, you kind of got to like Dustin. Um, and I don't. I don't like it to get that far. I think when you've got that level um, of skill difference, you know, there was a... There was something we called at will when we were kids. It meant I can win whenever I want to win. At will. That I can do these things to you because I'm that much better. And no matter what, you know, something you'd say to your little brother. You won because I didn't care about it today. This is an at will skill for me. And I believe that for McGregor. He's going to be the more skilled fighter. And uh, and when they start trading, he's that much quicker. That Jose Aldo fight, this could end up ending quickly <clears throat> for McGregor. Um, the thing I worry about is the layoffs. He hasn't been as active as I would like my upper echelon fighters to be. So, you know, it's a fight. Anything could happen. You're a very psychological guy, Jared. With uh, the stuff that happened with Conor McGregor – that kept him out of the game, like uh, punching the guy at the bar, uh, <laughs> flashing someone at a restaurant or whatever, at a club. So, like, how is that going to weigh into today's fights? I mean, you, you said he it could be over quick, but, I mean, he's still got that somewhere in the back of his mind, McGregor. What when Connor's think? penis takes his mask off, you can catch more than COVID-19. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's all a distraction, you know, and sooner or later, uh, Apollo Creed loses. <laughs> Tony, Connor in 10 seconds, Poirier by decision. Yeah, exactly. It's the sprinter versus the marathoner. Um, but the, the I'm doing all the commercials, I'm getting all the limelight. I keep saying you have to do some of that to promote yourself in boxing, but at the same time, there's a trade-off. You can't always be doing these publicity stunts or let's face it stupid things um and be so hyper focused on all of that stuff and then still get up for fights still have enough kind of, you know you only have a certain amount of energy as a human being that you're able to pump out into the world so if that's what your focus is on you've got to make the sacrifice somewhere else and if the sacrifice is fighting and he's going to have a problem. And I've always thought that will catch up with Connor sooner or later. Right now, he's got the skill level to make up for it, a la Chad Dawson. Sooner or later, it will catch up with him. All right. And he'll have to adjust. He'll have to grow into a new Connor McGregor if he's going to win fights. Okay. All right. Joe, how do you see this fight playing out tonight? Well, let me bounce some things off you first. Okay. In 2017... Dustin is six and one. Connor is one and one. He hasn't fought a fight at lightweight since 2016. It's literally the only fight that he's ever won in that division. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Dustin's gone three rounds or more 13 times in his career. He's nine and four in those fights. Connor, by the way, has never had a knockout or stoppage past round two. Um, Obviously, Connor's boxing is as revered in the sport so much so he thinks he could do it in an actual ring. Uh, and and 
a crazy time. I'm telling you, Portugal's a beautiful place. I don't know that spending 10 weeks in Portugal is going to do enough to your stamina that you're going to be able to survive five rounds with Dustin Poirier. That said, Dustin's only two career knockouts are both first rounders, both lefties, obviously one being Connor, the other being Michael Johnson. Um, oh, the sprinter? So, yeah, yeah, the sprinter. Um, <laughs> that does concern me. Put it to you like this, though. All four of Connor's losses are by submission. Poirier has seven submission wins. He's a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So I would say, like my brother said, if he doesn't knock him out in the first round, I will expect Poirier to have a stoppage somewhere in the fifth round, possibly a chokeout, because if there's one thing that makes Connor a total bitch, it's when you get your arms around his throat, dude freaks out, and he taps quick. So um, I do see it going that way. I think the layoff is too much. I think Poirier's so much better a fighter than he was in 2014 when he was still learning the game. Um since then, all he has done is dominate that division. He's got a knockout, by the way, of Justin Gaethje in the fourth round. Yeah. Yeah. He's a beast. That's I, right. I like in the fourth fair. round. That's not In fair. the fourth round, he's got to still fair. have the power and stamina to put Connor out, who, again, despite 10 weeks in Portugal, by the third round, you're going to see the notorious one doing this. Because that's where it's going to be. That's what all of his fights that go the distance are. He barely hangs on and survives. I don't see it happening. I think Poirier is going to take him out late. Okay, in the last decade, over 10 years, Joe, in the last day, you say all four of his submission losses are by submission. Okay, two of those are over a decade ago. Let's agree that this is a different Conor McGregor than it was a decade ago. Yeah. Well, okay, it, who it, are it, the two fighters that submitted him? Fought twice, and I mean, it's hard to even get. Who you are say those two what, else, what else am I going to go off of? What Nate, else no, am I so going to go off of? So, inside the last ten years, there's only two losses by submission instead of four. Who are those two losses? Nate Diaz and uh, Khabib. And Khabib, you're not telling me these those guys have better submission skills than Dustin Poirier? Uh, they do. No, I, I, I would compare him to Nate better. Better, yes. Better, yes. But don't, I mean, again, I've seen, did anybody watch a Poirier's fight with Dan Hooker? Dude, yeah, he, had, yeah. he had Hooker in a guillotine a near a, 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 a few different times. Now, Dan Hooker has tremendous ground, like a tremendous defense. He's really good at that. Is Connor? Yeah, think about that. Does Connor have good defense? No, he doesn't. When so there to- you go. No. Any any question that you have, the only problem Poirier's going to have is if he thinks he's got to go in there and knock this dude out. If he wants to go in there and he wants to he wants to do what Khabib did, I think it's doable for Poirier. Hmm. Connor's going to exp- expend all his energy in the first five minutes of this fight. And, and then it's Poirier. It's Poirier. Uh, you'll see. You'll I, see. I don't necessarily <laughs> know. <laughs> the, more, 
the war he just just had with Dan Hooker. I'm telling you right now, boy, what a fight that was. If anybody hasn't seen that fight, knock yourself out. Man, a a bloodbath. It's going to be – I think this is going to – yeah, I don't necessarily know if it's going to eclipse Holloway's fight, but this is going to be one hell of a fight, McGregor versus Poirier. They're going to go at it. I, I, I have Poirier coming out ahead. I do f- feel like they're going to go at it for rounds. And in those later rounds, fourth, fifth round, Poirier is either going to put it away with a submission or a knockout. Uh, I mean, he's just been active. He's playing. He's done very, very well, Poirier. He's a, a beast. He he can eat strikes. He's hung in there and beat some of the best. Like Poirier, the, the Khabib is Khabib. Khabib's Khabib. So that that's obviously an outlier. Poirier, what Max Holloway? I, Conor McGregor took advantage of a younger Max Holloway when they fought. I mean Poirier, he demolished Gaethje. That was a fun, fun fight. I, I just like where Poirier's at. I, I liked how he matched up with Khabib. I, I, I think he's just going to beat McGregor, but for the first couple rounds, it's they're going to go at one another. I'm I'm really looking forward to this. That's three weeks in a row that we had uh, two against one. The first the first one was uh, Tony Ferguson. I couldn't have been more right. Then Max Holloway. I couldn't have been more wrong. And now I've got Connor, and you two both have a uh, No, so. I mean, Connor we'll can say. do, like, Connor will. Oh, you want to pick both of them? No, no, I'm not. I'm saying if Connor needs to win, yeah. he needs <laughs> smart. It needs to be, like you said, Aldo esque, but you can't put Dustin away like that. Hold on. You- Did anybody watch the press conference on Thursday? Where Connor is acting like a, a classy, sophisticated, like, oh, I'm just glad to be here talking to the other fine gentlemen. <laughs> like, all right, buddy, I don't know who slipped you the meds right in your mimosa, but okay, fine. Fact of the matter is, it, he's been inactive, right? Yeah. And his plan was, up until Thursday, was, I'm going to knock out Dustin in the first round. Thursday, he was like, well, maybe we'll put on a five-round. Like, now he's kind of resigned to the fact that, "Mm, maybe I can't knock this dude out in the first. And he's been talking a lot about, you know, the the training in Portugal. And I spent 10 weeks getting in shape. Bro, you've been destroying your body for years. You think 10 weeks in – let me ask you guys a question. Is the answer to any question ever been – 10 weeks in Portugal. <laughs> no. I, I mean, right? Has any has any great champion ever gone to Portugal for 10 weeks and won some amazing fight where you were like, oh, everybody should be spending 10 weeks in Portugal. Obviously, the, the mountainous uh altitudes good for the for the endurance and the what like what I don't even understand this. I mean, I, I understand that is how much the people... answer to what the name of Connor's next documentary is. There Ten you go. Weeks in Portugal. Perfect. I, I don't know why not. That's very good. That's that's if he wins the next fight, it'll make it an documentary. I just <laughs> he, to hear him talk at the press conference, it's 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 clear he's sort of backing off. And again, I don't know if he's like I'm going to trick Khabib into thinking that if I act normal, that he'll come back. Khabib doesn't want to fight you. You're not good uh, enough. I, I love that you brought that up, Joe. 
That leads us to the who you got. Who has the best shot to impress Khabib? Last week during the press conference, Khabib said something spectacular. That's what he said. Something big, something desirable to him needs to happen for him to come out of retirement and put his belt on the line. Jared, what is going what who has the best shot to impress Khabib? Who has the best opportunity to draw Khabib into a fight? I don't, From, I don't think either of them. I don't it's it's too relative. That's too abstract. I don't like it. I think this was a publicity stunt. The best shot to impress Khabib. Hey, I also want to say, Jace, you need help with these who you gots, man. I mean, I got some ideas. This is... Uh, I, uh, uh. You don't think any one of them, but Gregor goes out and gets a three-second win, that, that that's not going to impress Khabib out of retirement? Ah, they're fighting his mom. God. They're both fighting his mom. This is just... It's, I, I, uh, to impress him? Connor could knock him out in that 10 seconds, like Tony said. And he could be like, that wasn't very impressive. He's probably, Dustin has lost it. I wouldn't qualify that as spectacular. They could they could break the record for punches thrown and go five rounds and 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 have a Holloway Kataras fight, and he would be like, Well, nobody really stood out to me. It doesn't have to be spectacular. Why'd you leave it? Open like that. Hey, if Connor knocks this guy out in the first round, I'll fight him. Tell me that. That's an announcement. This isn't an announcement. Oh, if I see something spectacular, what? Rainbows? A unicorn jumps out of Khabib's head? Like when uh, yeah. Connor, you know, Connor pulls his penis out during the fight. What is spectacular? Tell me what spectacular is. What if Connor wins and then gets on the mic and. Says some stuff. That history's there. I mean, okay, stop. Jumped out of the cage. Stop. stop. First of all, the only thing, the only thing worse than this take is your internet. The word spectacular. (laughs) The word spectacular is the most subjective, bland term I've ever heard in my life. Dude, Connor could land a a spinning Superman punch with his dick, and Khabib could just, Khabib could literally just yawn and be like, ah. I've seen it. So let me refer you to the actual words. And in the spirit of just insulting more ethnicities, I'll do my Khabib impression. He said, come on, you don't push me to do things that will disappoint my mother. Don't torment me. Let me enjoy what I have for today. Do you understand that? Jace, do you understand that? Dana sees money on the table with fights with Khabib. And Dana hates money on the table. Dana wants to get all the money. And Khabib isn't really interested in that. It's why it's not going to happen. Until his mom dies, and unless Dana's planning on killing his mother, he's just going to listen to this woman. He's going to have some real Norman Bates kind of stuff going here. Mother, right? <laughs> oh, geez. I'm sorry to say, but... It's it's not gonna happen. Joe, you're on fire. Okay. It's just I mean, I, I wish you I wish Jace could understand. Do yourself a favor and, and I mean read up on Khabib Nurgadamedov. No, I get it. I get what you're saying. Okay, maybe he's a, maybe he's we'll... a man of of very devout convictions and beliefs. Oh yeah. When he promises mother, dude, 
you you're he's not he's not what's he gonna say to his mom and mother um i was talking and uh i was watching on the tv conor mcgregor said that he needs me to fight or i am pussy and she's gonna be like well then you should do it son no that's not how this works no, and the more listen the more they antagonize him the more they try to put words into his mouth the dumber they're gonna look the less we'll hear from him too yes I agree. It's sad. It's a sad, sad thing. So, hold on. Let's just change it up. Who is going to be fighter? Let's throw Khabib out of it. Who is going to be the fighter of the night? The whole card, anything. Poirier, Jared, who who is going to have the best performance tonight? Who's going to be the fighter to watch? Kick it to you, Joe. Give me a second. All right, let me just, I want to address the other fight anyway, because I think it's going to end up being the better fight of the night. Oh, yeah. I really do. Um, and, and I know, Jace, you were crazy about Michael Chandler, who I, I must admit, I'm not much of a Bellator follower. And so uh, I went and watched this stuff. And I got to tell you, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, this guy hasn't beaten anybody of note. Uh, Benson Henderson twice. He seems to have Benson Henderson's number. Uh, he beat Eddie Alvarez, Patricio Ferrer, and Brent Primus. Uh, he's also lost to Eddie Alvarez, Patricio Ferrer, and Brent Primus. By knockout, by the way, all those guys. Uh, Chandler lost twice to Will Brooks, once by knockout. Does anybody know the name Will Brooks until I literally just said it right now? Have you ever heard of that guy before? You probably haven't. Chandler's got a 500 record against better-known fighters, and most of those are against Benson Henderson, okay? Uh, most of his <laughs> losses are knockouts. Hooker's the real deal, man. This this kid's great. Um, the, I'm telling you, the fight against Poirier, you, you saw everything you needed to see from Dan Hooker, boy. Uh, he's big, he's tall, he's long. Ten knockouts, seven submissions. Only been knocked out once, Edson Barboza. Uh, he got submitted early to uh, some nobody early in his career. Uh, Muay Thai. Uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Uh, this guy's a beast. First round knockouts over Ally Aquenta, Paul Felder. Uh, he knocked out Jim Miller in the first round. Okay. The losses that Hooker has, Poirier, Barboza, and Maximo Blanco. For the nine losses, by the way, were in his first 10 fights. He's gotten better and better. Kid's got a chin of steel. The knees, the knees are gonna be what does it. That and his defense, he's fantastic. Hooker's going to do one of those big knees in the 5'8 the Chandler's face, and he's going to put him out third-round knees. That's my guarantee. Hmm. Um, I, man, and I'm looking at this whole card, early prelims, prelims, main card. That's the one that popped off the page to me, too, Hooker and Chandler. And I like Hooker as well. But to avoid saying the same thing you said, potential fight of the night, Jessica eyes fighting Joanne Calderwood. These girls do not mind trading shots. I think eyes uh, got the better skill set. Um, I take Jessica I. That's where I. That's who I'll be rooting for. That's where I'll put my money. But uh, man, Joanne Calderwood is uh, she's she's fierce. Like these are both really good fighters. Potential fight of the night. Don't mind mixing it up. Um, if you're only there for the Connor fight, tune in two fights early. Um. Three fights early. Catch that hooker fight, too. Hooker and Chandler. 
And uh, that Jessica I fight, take I over Calderwood. The eyes have it. But, mm, of the storm. By the way, both of those um, those women fighting tonight have lost to Valentina Shevchenko. Just wanted yeah, to well, I, I saw an argument uh, the other day saying that without Shevchenko, that weight division shouldn't even exist. Like that everything else there is if she goes up, you could kind of throw it out. They would it would be you'd be hard pressed to if this is the best we had. These girls love mixing it up and may put on a fight of the night. But if this is the best you've got outside of Shevchenko, we have a problem because she'll smash either one of these girls. Yeah, matter of fact, I took a, a a head kick finish to Shevchenko. <laughs> <laughs> Epic. I feel like um, there we go. Uh, yeah. I the that was a dirty head kick from Shevchenko. That was one of the, the knockouts of the uh, one of the greatest knockouts of all time. But I, I, let's talk a little bit more about this fight. I, I like Hooker. Hooker's just going to dominate. I think he's going to run past Michael Chandler. I think this is a similar situation to Ben Askren. He stayed outside of the, the UFC too long. He might get some good fights after this fight. But this is a bad debut. Hooker, I mean, he's got every tool in the toolbox to match up well with uh, Chandler. Chandler's going to look to take him down. I mean, it, and Hooker might hit him with a knee coming in. Or, I mean, Hooker's submission game is on point as well. So even when Chandler gets to the ground, I don't think he can beat him up all that much before Hooker gets the submission. So I, I like Hooker. He's just going to dominate, beat the crap out of uh, Michael Chandler. Maybe down the line we can do like a Chandler versus uh, Askren. Like fight, I guess the Bellator, uh, the Bellator uh, alum fight, but that's the only fight I see Chandler actually really competing in. Not he's not. I don't think he's had that top. He, he might do the same stuff that Khabib does. He's he matches up pretty well with, with his wrestling, but he's not going to get that fight ever. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, Hooker's uh, takedown defense is exceptional, and. Um... Uh, again, the his knees and Chandler's chin just seem like they're on a collision course. And, yeah. you know, I tell you what, dude, For he sure. hit Poirier with a bunch of them, man. I mean, I, I, that's why I'm telling you, if you watch the Hooker-Poirier fight, you, you got to be like, dude, di the, the, the diamond is like, he's on another level right now, dude. There was so many, so many strikes, so many knees in that fight where you're like, how is Dustin still on his feet? It was insane, and it still was able to come back. Still had the stamina to to come back and 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 end up beating Hooker. I mean, unbelievable, dude. So, yeah, you're you're seeing. I think the 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 two best in the division tonight, and I think a yeah. lot of people are going to be solely sadly disappointed that one of those guys is not Conor McGregor right now. No, Conor McGregor with the loss here, the T. Well, where does McGregor go from here? Does he fight like a Gaethje, Jared? No, no, he fights a Paul brother or a kangaroo oh, okay. or a giraffe or some shit. He, he no, he just this this uh, the narrative for Connor will be him winning and his opponents getting less and less, a la Floyd and uh, your boy Canelo. 
That's um, <laughs> well, that if great. there were something that spectacular he could do, a Peruvian necktie or an omoplata might uh, might be as about as spectacular as it could get. There's a twist. I like that. I like that. Uh, I appreciate that. I mean, yeah. Connor Connor fights team. Manny Pacquiao for a hundred million dollars. There you go. Shit. That makes sense. Yep. All right. Okay. But and Connor loses that fight right too. <laughs> so, okay. If, if um win if Poirier wins, where does he go from there? Does he go for Gaethje for the belt since uh, Khabib's retired? That would I seem to be the fight to, for me. Right? Yeah, yeah, that I think that would be. I think that would have to probably be the matchup. Although That's you could you fight. could argue Barboza since, um, as I mentioned, Barboza has beaten him. All right. So if McGregor loses, does he still get that Pacquiao hundred mil fight? Probably. Yes. Yes, and they'll and they'll still be Connor fanboys that are gonna be like he's gonna kick Pacquiao's ass. Nope, uh, that's not happening either, people. <laughs> all right, all right. Speaking Keep of dreaming, though, that's great. I, listen, I applaud Connor McGregor's um, wishes. You know, if you know anything about the the Connor McGregor story, where I mean, he was like a an unemployed plumber, um, you know, with a with a good left, and uh, things have worked out for him. He's made a he's he's really built his career now off losing. So he's lost all his big fights. Why stop now? Like, right. And he's getting paid a hundred million dollars to do it. Listen, <laughs> God bless Conor McGregor. I, I, again at the press conference, acting like a like a proper Irish gentleman. He was like, Oh, I have so much respect for Dustin. Shut up. No, you don't. You hate his guts. You're a psychopath. Be that guy. I mean, again, I to me, that was an act to try to get to convince Khabib that he won't, like, throw a dolly through a bus window if Khabib comes back. <laughs> like, that's sorry, I want to know how the spinning back <laughs> penis Superman would have worked, but I... My understanding okay. is Connor practiced that in Portugal. At a <laughs> oh, oh, Connor's okay. like, Khabib's like, I've seen that before. So, all right, we, <laughs> we're talking about, a lot about McGregor going back to boxing after this fight, but we got a big boxing announcement. Announcement: Canelo will take on Gilderin uh, on in February twenty seventh. For his super middleweight titles, Jared, what do you think of uh, how well do you think he matches up with Yildirim? What do you think, Jace? Uh, I want you guys well. to talk about this first. Not competitive. Um. Wow, this is the fight that I was talking about a couple months ago that nobody wanted to see. Uh, Canelo is on cruise control. Uh, he owns the super middleweight division. He gets to fight European trash. Not even the not even the the far eastern Europeans like the race. He's fighting like the Western Europeans, like the the Brits and the French. I mean, he uh, what is this? He, he clearly doesn't want any part of Triple G or the Charlo brothers at middleweight. He could he could go there. 
uh, Devorachenko and Andrade. He could always go up. I mean, there's there's a lot of people he could be fighting. These are the fights that he wants to like protect his legacy. This is just more of that Mayweather nonsense that a lot of these idiots seem to subscribe to these days. Just not interested. Don't really care. Um, he's obviously going to win this fight, and it's not going to impress anybody. You know who's you know who's not going to be impressed by by this at all? Khabib. Khabib. <laughs> yeah. Khabib will not find this spectacular, no matter what uh-huh. happens, because he's going to be like, "Oh, that guy is bum. What are you doing? Fight Jibble G." That's three impressions of Khabib today. You're welcome. <laughs> be here all week. Um, I yeah, and Jace, man, I want the fury here. You better, you better bring some fire and fury, man. I'm getting upset because yeah. this is it. This is what I said. All oh, the Paul brothers, and we're angry. We're angry about these sanctioning bodies controlling the narrative. Oh yeah, right. Be angry with Canelo because this is the top of the game controlling the narrative we get scrub scraps and we get beginners and amateurs and then professional and then the greatest and the game and he pulls bullshit like this is it him or is that not more frustrating than a paul brother i expect it from a paul brother they're not the best fighters in the world so go get your money i expect it from conor mcgregor when you start to fall off and you can make a hundred million dollars fighting pacquiao I don't want it from Canelo Alvarez. It's infuriating. So as upset as you guys were about those sideshows controlling the narrative, be pissed off about Canelo Alvarez, please. He's one of those guys at the top of the game that we're talking about that does have something to prove. We know the Paul brothers don't belong there. Yeah, you're right. Ducking and weaving, this kid got knocked out by Chris Eubank Jr. Give me a break. Toby's right. He's ducking all those guys. He's avoiding them. All of those guys. But Terbiev, for sure, ran from light heavyweight. He's scared. I'll fight you, Canelo Alvarez. And by the way, yeah, this is all him. I'll I fight mean, you. He, he fired off fight or Remember that. This, he, yeah. it's Canelo. this is all him now. This is all him. This is what he wants. This is what he wants his legacy to be. Knock yourself out. <laughs> yeah, no. And we will we will talk more about that as that fight uh, gets gets closer and closer. <laughs> but now that Jared's all fired up, Jared, man, can you hit me, hit us with that flurry? Everyone is the main character of their own story. For some reason, being the main character in our own story, we know that things are changing and shifting and adapting we're adjusting all the time but when other characters return to our story we expect them to be the same character that left our story and sometimes we struggle to allow them the room they need to grow and be the main character of their own ever-changing story it's important that we give the people close to us this room to grow Sometimes their growth is positive and other times the growth is negative, but our inability to allow the growth will present a negative dynamic, whether their growth is positive or negative. Let me give a couple examples of that growth and how the effect of that dynamic is negative either way. Let's say you have a little boy named Max. As a child, Max has all kinds of trouble walking. He always stumbles and fall and the people closest to him get used to catching Max when he stumbles and keeping him from falling. 
But over time, Max learns to walk. And the people closest to him grabbing him every time he stumbles a little bit isn't helping anymore. It's actually causing more stumbling. This happens all the time in addiction. After seven plus years of sobriety, I still have people ask me, hey, Jared, you want to go get a drink? To those people, I haven't been allowed to grow into the person that I am today. And in their story, I still drink. And the dynamic of that relationship can only help keep me sick. But Max is experiencing positive growth, learning to walk, but being stifled by the people around him, creating a negative dynamic. This dynamic can be negative when the person is experiencing negative growth as well. Take the heroin addict, Tony. At his intervention, Tony's parents want to show me school pictures and report cards and tell me stories of a little soccer star. Tony is not that little soccer star. Tony is a heroin addict. And I have to explain to those parents that their inability to let Tony grow into the heroin addict that he is, is completely neutralizing their ability to help him. They want to help their little soccer star. And that eliminates their ability to help the heroin addict. The only way to avoid having a negative effect on Max or Tony, regardless of which direction they're headed, is to allow them to grow into the individuals they've actually become and see them for who they are now. To put this into terms that people watching the show might better understand, picture the trainers of Max Holloway and Tony Ferguson when they return to their respective gyms after their last fights. If you're working with Max Holloway, it's important to understand that he's not the same Max Holloway he once was. This Max Holloway is way more balanced where the other may have stumbled. And instead of catching him and walking with him, it's time to watch him run. Because he won't be able to do that if you're still trying to hold him up. You will only hold him up. If he is to be champion, the people closest to him need to allow him to grow into that champion. And if you're working with Tony Ferguson, it's important to understand that he's not the same Tony Ferguson he once was. The soccer star is gone, and the people closest to him need to allow him that growth, because if his trainers and handlers don't allow him to grow into what he truly is today, they might just have a hand in getting him killed out there. Thanks, guys. Looking for a casual baseball podcast to listen to? Well, Baseball with the Bard, presented by Clovercrest Media, has just what you're looking for. Tyler Bard and Noah Cross cover a wide range of happenings in the MLB and then dive into a deep focus on the Red Sox and Yankees. Join us every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for your weekly dose of Baseball with the Bard. All right. Thank you for that, Jared. Uh, and thank you guys for joining us for throwing jabs. Make sure you guys enjoy the fights. Big, big fight tonight. McGregor versus Poirier. Make sure you follow throwing jabs on all social media platforms, all uh, all podcast platforms. Make sure you check out clovercrestmedia.com for more information on more awesome podcasts, CMG Sports, and just normal podcasts, other podcasts. Make sure you check out clovercrestmedia.com for myself, Big Jace, Joe Aguirre, Jared Jones. Thank you guys for watching. Throwing jabs. Take care. Enjoy the fights. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our main event.